So typically lunar energy or energy from the moon is actually thought of as feminine energy. And the moon is seen as the feminine body in our universe. And conversely, the sun is thought of as masculine and giving off solar masculine energy. Today, I'm going to tell you why those two attributes aren't entirely true and how to begin thinking of them instead that might actually help you. Welcome to episode 47 of the Health, Harmony, and Happiness podcast with Kathy. Welcome to Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Stricker. I'm a state patrol wife, mama to three lively kiddos, a yoga teacher, certified NLP coach, and an energetic rhythms expert. As an energetic rhythms coach, I help action-taking women use their body's rhythms and the moon's cycle to optimize productivity and avoid burnout without letting their desire to remain in control alter their focus. And this podcast is all about doing just that, and perhaps a bit more, so that you can create your own path to health, harmony, and happiness. So come along with me, and may this episode serve as a nudge to discover tools that could help you on your path towards more intentional living. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello. We are here today because last week I introduced you to the idea of solar feminine energy, but I didn't really go into the details of what it is, what it means. I just gave you permission to um, to honor it, to be in it, and to allow the idea that we have this solar feminine energy and we don't have to be only in the masculine. It's not just about the masculine and the feminine. It's so much more complex than that. So solar feminine energy, um, the awareness of it is, is coming back into play. And let me give you a little bit of a background. So the moon reflects the sun, right? Which would mean if we were to only consider that we as women have this lunar feminine energy. If we were to consider that that's all that we have, when you think of it in the big picture and zoom out, it would be almost as though we were saying that women only reflect the light of the men in our lives, right? Or of the masculine energy in our lives. Now, I kind of didn't feel right about this like for a long time. I felt like something was just a little bit off. So when it was brought into my awareness that there's this thing called solar feminine energy, it was like, boom, my mind was blown. And like, it made so much sense that we have that capability. We have the, the energy of the sun as well within us. So solar is, is typically more the masculine qualities, more of those bold outgoing qualities. And the lunar is more of the receptive inward qualities, right? So if the moon reflects the sun, reflects the light of the sun, then um, it, is, it is the receiving body and the sun is the giving. But when I mentioned to you that um, that would mean that we as women, if we only had the lunar qualities... That we as women um, only had that and we reflected men's light, then that would really make us unequal in the universe. And I don't believe that to be true. I don't believe that God created us to have men over women. Um, it's, it's my personal belief. You can agree or disagree, but this is where we're going with this for just a moment. So God didn't create us 
to be like that, um, to only reflect the masculine. He also created us to put the, have those qualities as well. We were created to be human and equal in God's eyes, not one more powerful than the other, like I said, but, um, but both are needed. Both are absolutely needed. So the feminine has the capacity to not only reflect light, but also to embody it. And that is what we call the solar feminine energy. Now, the men also have the ability to uh, grab onto that lunar energy as well. And it's energy. And um, it's it actually kind of clears up any uncertainty that might happen or that might come because we as women for so long have tried to mimic the masculine energy that we see, right? Not giving ourselves permission to actually own that, but we like see what the men are doing. And then we're like, oh, but I can do those same things too. And so we've been led to believe that this taking action or doing in our lives is the way that men do it, or we have to do it the way that that they're doing it, that there's only the masculine and there's only the feminine. But it's way more complex than that. Um, it's not just masculine and feminine. It it just offering up the idea of solar feminine and lunar feminine, as well as solar um, male and lunar male, offers a more complex way of thinking. <laughs> kind of like us women, anyway. We are not as straightforward as um, as as black and white right? There's, there's a lot of complexities. And if you have followed me or listened to me or been in one of my courses, um, you know that the female body and the way that we use our energy is so complex. I think men have that capability too. I just don't think it's as, I don't think it's as complex as us. Um, we're beautiful, beautiful creatures created to be complex. So, um, it's much like thinking of things as being cyclical instead of linear. So instead of from one end to the other, um, it's, it's cyclical and it's complex. Um, solar is not just masculine. And that has been the thing that can cause internal conflict in women who tend to be strong in their solar energy. Um, it's almost as though, like, if you feel like you've got more masculine tendencies, that's likely the solar energy in you, but it's not just masculine. Um, it's, it's almost as though the energy doesn't fit the expectation of the lunar feminine, which is often typically what we think of when we think of feminine energy. We think that it has to be the receptive. It has to be the soft, the compassion, and, and it's only embodying that. But feminine energy has both components, the lunar and the solar. There can be both, both in all of the femininity. And that is a beautiful thing. And, and that is, um, that's where we kind of pick up today. So it's not necessarily how we have typically seen masculine and feminine energy. Um, we action takers, overachievers, we out there who who do all of the things have historically, like I said before, have historically modeled ourselves after the solar masculine, which means that we generally push too hard, we overcommit, overextend ourselves, and eventually burn out. Right? Like that's where that's that's the gist of what we what we do and and what I generally help women with. Um, and then 
while all of this is going on, while we're pushing too hard, while we're overcommitting, while we're like filling our schedules with everything and thinking that we've got to help everybody with all of the things and do all of the things, we're watching the men in our lives and complaining as they actually honor the rhythm of rest and work when they feel called to do it. So men, when they get home, what do they want to do? Like they want to sit down and rest. I'm generalizing here, friends. I'm generalizing. Not all men are like this. I am generalizing, but the majority of them, right? I Okay. I'm not even going to say the majority. A lot of them, my husband, like the, he wants to decompress and sit down. When you get home, what do you want to do? Drop it in the comments. Or what do you feel called to do or pulled to do? Drop that in the comments if you're watching here. And if you're watching on replay, again, um, let me know. My guess is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but my guess is you start thinking, I got to get dinner ready. I got to do this. I got to do this. The laundry has to be switched out. The All of the other things that have to go on once you get home from work, or even once it gets to be kind of that like dinner time, end of day time, when your husband gets home, if, if you stay at home with your kids, when your husband gets home, all you really want to do is rest. And that's what he's doing. So you may be looking at him like, ah, he's just doing that. And I'm still having to do all the, the meal prep, the all of those things. Again, these are a little bit of generalizations, but it also is stuff that I hear from my clients and stuff that I hear all the time and stuff that I've experienced in my life. When honestly, those men are actually honoring their rhythms and honoring the lunar male energy within them. They're taking the time to to rest and they're listening and saying, okay, this is my time to like receive. I did all day. I fixed all the problems all day. And now I need to just receive for a little bit. And it's beautiful that they actually take that time. So we could learn something from them um, in that regard. I've talked about that before too. So um, nothing new if you've, if you've heard me talk, but that's where we have this misconception or misperception about um about what's actually happening and with our with our masculine and feminine energy or with our solar and lunar energy as I want you to start thinking about it from here on out. So when you begin to integrate both the solar and the lunar energies that are naturally present within you, you embody both strength and compassion. And you don't have to just reflect what the men are doing, but you can have both. Um, as I mentioned, like men are not immune to feeling the lunar energy either. And we're beginning to see this more and more in society. I think, in my opinion, um, men are generally beginning to live into their lunar masculine energy a whole lot more than they did, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, decades ago. So that part of this is so that they can support the strong women in their lives so that they can begin to live out their best selves as well, the men that they can begin to live out their best selves. But so many men we're seeing want to be able to support their wives and lift them up in their, um, in their positions also, and in what they're doing. So if you consider over the decades, like how much more commonplace it is now for dads to be super involved and to like be the ones who maybe are helping with the meals or doing school drop off and, um, running kids to things. It may not be happening in your life right now, but there is a shift. Um, just in having my three babies, like noticing how much men go to um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Pregnancy checkups, why I prenatal checkups, right? Um, going to the doctor. That's a huge thing. Like decades ago, men didn't do that. They didn't take time off work to go with women, or they didn't go, um, they didn't, they didn't take time off after a baby was born to be home with the baby, to be home with mom and baby. But that is happening. And that is the lunar masculine or the lunar male energy that's coming through. So it's a beautiful thing that both of these elements are just beginning to become more present. The solar feminine and the lunar, the lunar male energy are beginning to become more present in our society. So embrace that. So let's talk a little bit more about the solar feminine. Um, and before I go on, is this making sense to you all? I hope I'm not just rambling and I hope it's making some, some sense to you, but the solar feminine let's talk about it in relation to the body. It integrates both your heart and sacral chakra, and it's your high heart chakra, which is just above your heart. Um, and it's associated with the colors of pink and orange. So pink is the high heart. Orange is the sacral chakra. And the sacral chakra is actually located um, in your lower abdomen, like right where your reproductive organs are. It's a center for creativity, for passion, for sexuality, for abundance, for pleasure. Um, it is the center for creation in your life, right? Like literally that's what your body does. And in that area of your body, and that's, that's the energies that are there. Makes sense, right? So um, the sacral chakra is orange. And then the heart, the high heart chakra is pink and the heart energies are love and harmony. So the solar feminine is bringing those together. It's bringing the action of creativity, of passion into the, the compassion of the heart, which is beautiful. So let's talk a little bit about the solar energy and wounded solar energy and what this might look like in, um, in in the male or the feminine, um, in men or women, but primarily consider yourself with this. Okay. So wounded solar energy might look like, um, domineering, authoritative, over competitiveness, over assertive, abuse of power, aggressiveness, criticism, avoidance, being unsupportive and confrontational. If you can see any of those in you, maybe it's that that solar energy is wounded. It's a little too coming off too um, abrupt. And, and maybe there's some healing that needs to happen there, right? So wounded lunar energy on the opposite end looks like indecisiveness, lethargy, inaction, feeling powerless. Um, it looks like weakness, withholding being over emotional or oversensitive and neediness. So just consider in your own life, if any of those tend to come out, got a fly buzzing around me. If any of those tend to come out, or if you've, you've at any point in your life observed any of those, I know that I have, I absolutely know that I have. Um, so let's then talk about what healthy solar and lunar energy looks like. So a healthy solar feminine energy, and this is what we are aiming to embody in our lives is energized, creative, playful, compassionate, um, has purpose. It is focused on love, not war. It's focused, first of all. Um, it's not scattered, right? It has confidence, clarity, discipline, 
protection. It's logical. It is more outward or expansive growing. It honors your will to do things. And then it's got this inner strength and assertiveness, right? So that is what healthy solar feminine energy looks like. So those are all good things. And those are all things that traditionally we maybe had thought that they were more, um, that some of them at least were more masculine traits, but they're not. They are that solar feminine. So the healthy lunar feminine looks like receptivity. So being receptive, nurturing, listening, listening to your inner guidance or your intuition. One of the steps in my framework caretaking, inward, being contractive. So um, this is something we'll go into at some point, but, and this will be a podcast episode where we talk about expansive years and contractive years and how we we go through those, but there's got to be a balance of them. Uh, reflective, it's understanding, it's a visionary. This are, these are the lunar feminine qualities again, stillness, unconditional love, feeling, and pleasure right? So all of these things that are bringing the heart and the sacral chakra energies together are embodied within us and they're coming to life more. So how do we balance that solar and feminine? Um, We learn how to receive and ask for what we want without feeling desperate or needy or without needing to chase or conquer. Um, And then we accept the results that, or the outcome that happens. So it's not feeling guilty about asking for what you want, but setting those boundaries so that you can have what you want, so that you can get closer to the alignment of of what's in your best interest. Um, We balance the need to work and rest, kind of like what I mentioned with with men, Um, but we we take that opportunity to balance work and rest without guilt, just like you've heard me say numerous times. Using your solar feminine energy means you get to be the catalyst for change. It's not all about receiving. Just because we're feminine doesn't mean we always have to sit back and receive. Sure, there are times when that is absolutely perfect. And that's what I talk about. Like those are, those are the phases, right? That's one of the phases of productivity is to allow yourself to sit back and receive and reflect, but that's not what it's like all of the time. You have this solar feminine component and that's when you get to be the catalyst for change and for making change. And those are the two, um, those are two of the the phases in my, in the, in the four phases of productivity that I talk about and then using or balancing that solar And lunar feminine energy also means that you're living in harmony with the masculine, all parts of the masculine as well. So burnout happens only from operating in the work produce phases of productivity. Only when you're trying to constantly mimic the solar masculine instead of embody the idea that we have access to both the solar and lunar qualities. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both. I hope that you have a better understanding now of what the solar feminine qualities look like and how you can balance them, how you can use them to avoid burnout as well. Because it's once you allow yourself the permission to, to be like, okay, I don't just have to sit back and receive all the time. I can be that catalyst for change as well. And I have those qualities within me. I'm not always just, um, just doing the nurturing and 
and being like that and feeling bad about being the action oriented women that you are. It's the finding the balance of all of those that, that brings it all together. So I have talked a lot today. I hope this was helpful and that you gained something from it. Anyway, um, that's all I've got for you today. Love to you all. Thanks so much for being here and supporting the show. Next week on Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy, we will be talking all about how to ground yourself and the best way, I believe, to do that. And I'm not talking about sending yourself to your room for an extended period of time, although if you're a mom of young kids, you probably want the opportunity to do that. Uh, Put yourself in timeout for a little bit. I know... I know I definitely would appreciate that sometimes, but anytime I try to put myself in timeout, the knocking on the door seems to happen right away as soon as mom disappears. Anyway, nonetheless, next week we are talking about the best way to ground yourself. And until then, if you liked this episode or any one of the other episodes, I'd love your support. Take a screenshot on your phone and share it to Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media you are on. Then tag me at Karen Yoga Wellness or at C Stricker, that's S-T-R-U-E-C-K-E-R, or don't tag anybody at all if you don't want to, but I'd love your support. And if you're not on social media, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating or review. And until next week, cheers to cultivating your own version of health, harmony, and happiness in your life. I'm Kathy Stricker, and you've been listening to Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. Kathy.